Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies and puts them on our big list. This is episode number 162. My name is John, and with me as always is James. Hey. And Dustin. Hello. How are you guys today? We are great. <laughs> oh, he's answering collectively. I like this. I don't even have to oh, do anything. I, like I mean, that. I am great. Dustin, yeah, take, probably shitty, like so usual. terrible. It's, take, yeah, take take control, King. Uh, what? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to mix it up a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, so this week on the podcast, we watched Full Contact, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, ninety two. Yeah. Before we get into the film, though, let's talk about something that we watched outside of this, guys. Good, bad. Dustin. Oh, going to, got? going to me first. Uh, I watched a bunch of stuff lately. I watched uh, that movie Freaky that came out last year. I didn't get a chance to watch it before the year ended. Is that like Freaky Friday? Yeah. I mean, when you watch this movie, you can tell that they wanted to call it Freaky Friday the 13th, but I guess. Oh, we're is home. this the, the Vince Vaughn movie? Yeah. It's a Blumhouse movie direct from the director of the Happy Death Day movies. Uh, and it's a body swap slasher. So Vince Vaughn. I heard this is actually quite good. It's very fun, yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn is like a Jason Voorhees type killer. Uh, he stabs this young girl, Catherine Newton, with a weird ceremonial dagger. But actually, it turns out... Where am I? I didn't get killed. Oh my God, why do I sound like that? I woke up in the killer's body. <laughs> Um, and they swap bodies. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. I mean, this that seems to be what this guy does, this director, is take uh, slasher movies and then throw, like, you know, the Happy Death Day is like a time loop thing. This, he's come up, he's a slasher movie, but with the body swap tropes. So, but it, it's fun. It, you get some fun results uh, from these movies. So it's a, it's a good time for sure. I, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, and the other movie I watched that was really strange, uh, um, was on a lot of end of the year lists from last year was uh, this Brazilian movie called Baccarau. Have either of you guys heard of this? No. No. This is a really interesting movie. Um, Very strange blending of genres. I I can't, it's supposed to be in the near future and it's about this small town. These kind of, I think they're supposed to be sort of rich people pay to come in and like hunt them. So they like cut off the town from everything else they have it removed from Google Maps and stuff so that people would just forget it was there kind of thing. And they're going to like hunt this, the people of this town. But it's like this strange blending of like, there's like Western elements. There's like some sci a little bit of sci-fi touches. Um, and, and it's also kind of like an indie drama for large parts of it as well. So, uh, but it's a really interesting movie. So it's kind of one of those movies you're watching and you're, you're like, I don't know what this is or, where it's going, which is kind of actually fun. I thought it made it fun. It's, it's, I don't think it would count as an action movie. So I'm not sure it's something we could do on the show really, but definitely an interesting movie. John, I think you'd probably like it. James, I'm not sure if you would like it or not. <laughs> okay. James, you know what that means? That's code for it's smart. No, I don't, I don't know. It's not like, it's not, it's not saying it's like a smart movie. It's just like a, uh-huh. it's just got long stretches where there isn't like, you know, Explosions. Explo- explosions. <laughs> no one says I, I titties. 
I get it. You know, actually, there's a lot of nudity in it. People are just walk around naked a lot in it. Oh, James would like a lot of dongs right? hanging out. Oh, perfect! Oh. Right up my alley. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, James. This is for you. Yeah, perfect. They should always I be love, more dong. I love that. Yeah, a weird movie, interesting movie. Um, yeah, I'd be, I would be curious to hear what you guys thought of it if you watched it. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in that, uh, that freaky movie. Yeah, you would love freaky. I think I'll, I'll probably check that out. The one thing freaky has going for it that the Happy Death Day movies didn't is that freaky goes all the way with the gore. Oh, okay. Whereas the Happy Death Days were like PG thirteen. So. Have you oh, seen Happy Death Days, James? No, I haven't. So I like them both. I was sick and I watched. I, I watched both of them and I thought they were really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, uh, even as PG 13 slashers, they're, they're pretty fun. Um, but yeah, but the, but the freaky, I think has a, has a leg up on them just cause I, you know, we like the gore over here. Yeah. Well, before you go, James, I'm going to talk about what I've been watching. I watched two things that I was like, I'm super stoked on. The first thing I watched is promising young woman which I really liked. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm interested in that one. Um, yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys should watch it. It's it's really good. The ending, I think, might be a bit controversial, as in, like, whether you liked it or not. Yeah. Um, also, like, there's a, I think there's a big conversation to be had about what her motives were and what she, what she wanted in the end. But uh, I really like it. So I really like that movie. And I... St- I started to rewatch with my wife Justified, and this has possibly been one of the best decisions of the past like five years. Wow! <laughs> like rewatching Justified is it's just so great. I just love it so much. Yeah, always um, always a pleasure I, to I, see that Silver Fox Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I've forgotten so much about what happens in it, and then on top of that, like just how much I enjoy it and. How like the, like the, I don't know how much you guys remember. I'm sure you remember, but like the, how the first season starts out and how it's like, kind of sending you down this one path, and then it feels like the the people behind the scenes, the showrunner, they kind of like change what they're doing partway mm-hmm. through. Yeah, yeah. And turn it from a procedural more into like a more of a long form. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I only watched yeah, the first and, season. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Man, yeah, it's one of the f- best final episodes of a show. Yeah, like, yeah, it's in my top. It ends very well. In my top ten, like Battlestar Galactica. Like, <laughs> no, friend of the show, Dan. Like, uh, more like Lost, that. more like Lost. Oh, more like Lost. Okay. <laughs> uh, friend like, of the show, Dan. Like Dexter might also like that. Yeah, more like Friday Night Lights. Ooh, yeah, uh, that's a good. That's a good ending. Might be, might be the best ending of a show. The movie I've ever seen. <laughs> the show, both. I mean, yeah, both, both, both make me cry. Both uh, summon tears. I never finished that uh, either. James, what did you watch? I um, I watched nothing. Oh wow! I uh, tried to watch a hockey game a couple times. Never actually got to watch the whole thing. Um, probably for the best. I actually started today. I started rewatching Action USA. Oh yeah, nice. And I rewatched uh, it yesterday. It's still great. <laughs> I yeah. think it's better. I think it's better every time it's you like watch a, it's it. It's like a fine wine. I honestly, I really honestly think it's better every time I watch it. That's about it. I haven't really gotten into anything else. 
been busy editing. So I feel like we're back to like the old days, like, uh, you know, when you just pass during this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pass, skip me this time. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, let down. It's a bit of a bummer because I was, I want to hear, I want to hear what you've been watching. <laughs> right. Some garbage movie that neither one I of you would ever movies. watch. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the weird garbage movies like that are really popular. Recent Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> yeah, really recent garbage straight to Netflix movies that you would never watch. I want to hear it all, James. Yeah, I haven't watched anything. So um exciting. Well, just like just like hockey, the movie that we watched this week is also full contact. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tie-in. Uh-huh. Uh, roll the trailer. Raging unseen behind a dark empire. A secret power bids for the soul of a city. Steeped in the blood of an undeclared war. Haunted by memories of betrayal and driven by revenge. A fallen warrior will battle a nemesis seduced by the promise of absolute power. In a conflict without limits, the fire of retribution will consume all who stand in its way. Zhao Yunfan, Simon Yan, and Anthony Wong in one of the most daring films from two decades of action cinema. Full Contact. All right, so this week we watched Full Contact. James, this is your pick. Yeah. Uh, can you do me two things? Uh, like, why did you pick this movie, and what is this movie? I picked this movie because um, I think someone mentioned it on Instagram like a while ago. I don't know. I just wanted to do a, a Hong Kong action movie, so... Yeah, Weird, it's why it's, not? It's been a while since we did one of these types of movies, right? Yeah, exactly. Just something kind of, you know, out of the ordinary. We don't seem to do them a lot, so Yeah, and it reminded me that we need to redo Hard Boiled because we Hard Boiled, yeah, exactly. Put that up, uh, but yeah. So, uh yeah, I think actually the person that mentioned it was Ryan in uh Edmonton. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's. I've had a couple interactions with him about this movie too on Instagram. Yeah. So this is for you, Ryan. I'm gonna say this right now, hey, buddy. Ryan. Hey, buddy. Ryan. I'm talking to you right now. Come over here, <laughs> <coughs> Ryan. Stay in your lane. All right. <laughs> Stay in now, your lane. Listen, Ryan. Ryan, this is our show. Okay. You can yeah. start your own show. You have to join Stay the Patreon. Lane. You have hey, to join hey, the Patreon guys, now. Oh yeah, that's guys, a good that's a good tie-in right there. Tie yeah. to the Patreon. You, guys, you want to pick hey. movies in the future? <laughs> you don't yeah. get to pick you, anymore in the future unless you're Hey on the you Patreon. little fucker, you want to pick movies in the future? You gotta fucking get on our Patreon there, bud. Listen, hey, you two, I want you to stay out of this. This is between me and Ryan. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. So, I'm sorry about that, Ryan. Stay in your fucking lane. That's it. Or go to Patreon. Thank you. Then then you, <laughs> or, or then you can pay for a lane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that now that we got that awkward awkward dad talking to son. This this is a toll this is a toll toll highway. Yeah, this is a pay to play kind of thing here. <laughs> this is the last one. This is the last one you get. Yeah. The, oh, fuck. Thanks, Ryan. This is great. 
this is a great pick. I've never seen this movie before. Dustin, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it a couple times before. I'm surprised, John, you've never seen this movie. Well, this wasn't like a no, big it's... one over here so much. Like, you know, like all the John Woo stuff kind of came out here, especially after he, you know, started making American movies. Uh, right. His his big Hong Kong ones got re-released here. The Killer and Hard Boiled and Better Tomorrow and all those. Um, th- this is a Ringo Lamb movie, so... It, it, I don't remember seeing this one on the video store shelves back in the day, but a buddy of mine had a copy of it that I saw. And then I rewatched, uh, I rewatched a DVD of it a, a couple of years back, but there isn't, there just recently became a Blu-ray available. So now people can finally I, I see feel those like beautiful this, pixels. I really feel like this kind of, to me is up there with the John Woo films. Like, um, uh, Am I saying he's like at the top of that? Not necessarily, but he belongs in the conversation. Yeah, uh, and and with what he's doing, he is definitely like you know Ringo Lam, John Woo, and like Sue Hark. I would say are the three guys that probably get talked about in the same sort of circles when it comes to this Hong Kong action, especially from this era. Um, so yeah, he definitely had some movies like this that were in the conversation, but I don't think people thought of him quite in the same, at the same level as they thought of John Woo. I know. I, I want to talk about how he compares to John Woo in a second. Uh, hey, Dustin, do you want to give a quick synopsis of the film so that we, we can just like kind of get a, ahead of it? Uh, yeah. So in an effort to get his buddy out of a gambling debt, Jeff agrees to join forces with judge in a weapons heist. The job goes bad and judge betrays Jeff. Jeff plots the ultimate revenge on Judge and his followers, and it is a question of whether he can follow through with his plan. That's a, that kind of sums it up. It's a it's a, kind of a weird film in the like like just to start off with like the the names of the characters. Yeah, like they all have these like weird names. So there's there's Jeff and there's Sam. Yeah, no, uh, and then there's normal names. Yeah, Jeff, Sam, and Mona, Judge, Virgin, Virgin, Dino, <laughs> Dino. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, it's like judges, a, judges gang. They have kind of like more nickname type names. And then the other people all have like regular name. Like Je- Jeff is just, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny that his name is Jeff to me for some reason. It's Charlie and Fat. He's like the coolest motherfucker ever in this movie. Yeah. And his name is Jeff. I love, yeah. yeah. I love that he does that. He does that thing with his thumb on his lips. Yeah. Like yeah. He's brushing away like a little bit of spit or something off his lip or something or licking his thumb. I mean, only he could make that look so cool. Yeah. I will say that when you talk about like cool action or like Hollywood stars, no one ever brings up Chow Young Fat, I don't think. And they should. But man, does he des- he deserves it. He is the essence of everything that is cool. For sure. In like, in not, not just in this movie, but like in everything he did uh, or has done, but he is so fucking cool in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a, like, what a fucking star this guy he, is. He is. With the scene when he's at the bar, uh, like almost near the end, like three quarters of the way, when he, when they have that showdown before like the final showdown. Yeah. He, he walks in, he like orders the Perrier water and he gives like that, like, it's not a, the I love you symbol, but like, it's like a, yeah, I don't know. He yeah, does like, this like, yeah, like kind of, yeah. Devil horn wave. <laughs> devil horn wave thing. It, it's just like, that is so fucking lame. 
and you have but somehow made this makes it cool. the coolest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Like and it judge, is like the, judge it waves at him like with an like an L like a with an L. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Judge is pretty cool in his own right. He's got yeah, his own, he's he's got pretty his own cool. style going on. He he's a so, great bat like villain. Like, yeah. Oh, he's an amazing villain. So is we've we've I think we've seen this kind of uh, in other uh, like Hong Kong like Chinese movies and whatever, but like there seems to be like a willingness for people, especially bad guys, obviously, like, obviously because it's not accepted, but to identify as like not heteronormative kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I was, I kind of have forgotten about that, even though I watched it not that long ago. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I didn't take note of that last time I watched it, but it's kind of interesting for the time period from Hong Kong to see those kind of characters. And they're not really, and he's not, they're not really doing it in a like, you know, some movies from this era, I think would be like, oh, like part of him being a villain is that he's maybe homosexual. Like, well, I think that's what, that in a way. I think that's what it's trying to. Well, if they do, they don't, it doesn't really comment on it in a way, though. No, it doesn't. There. It doesn't. Well, yeah. watching it now, it's just more of like, okay, that's just, just how he just is. is. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of a girl hanging off his arm, it's a guy. But like, but I think, but, what, but there's nothing about the fact that there is like this that doesn't come up that's in the always movie. Hang, it, yeah, it never takes away. No, from how menacing he is. Oh no, yeah, like, not at all. There's nothing. There's nothing that like demasculates him. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's yeah. obviously like the and he's got like, some outfits. Between him this and guy. Jeff, I mean, the first yeah. scene we see but, him in when they meet at that boxing ring, he's got like a snakeskin jacket yeah. over like kind of like a what do you, I don't even know what you call it. It's like a almost looks like a BDSM like half shirt kind of thing on underneath of his jacket. And I'm like, yeah. this guy's pulling this off. He's got, he's got his own style going on. Well, and I love that he's like a magic tricks or sleight of hand. Right. His, his gun that comes his out of his gun and his, and his knife. And I like that. Yeah. And Jeff, of yeah. course, let's has got some for, knife skills as, as well. Yeah. Let's, let's back up for a second. So pretty much what you have is you have our hero. We have Jeff, Chow Yun-Fat. He's, him and his partner are asked to join uh, this like heist uh, yeah. with Judge's crew, right? So they're gonna they're gonna ro- they're gonna rob this arms. Yeah, well, they're they're, they're doing it to to ostensibly to pay off Sam's debt because Sam owes this other gangster Hung a bunch of money. Jeff like beats up Hung's gang in a pretty cool scene. Yeah, uh, you know you got that rain. He's got his knife and the rain. Well, he's got it's his, like knife. Hitting his yeah. knife blade and making these little oh, so good. sounds. But before we get any further, this I want to ask you guys about the version you watched, what the subtitles were like, because mine were pretty funny. Like they were bad. Like every time they. So I I watched this on YouTube. Yeah. Because I could not find a version to rent. Yeah. Uh, so I watched it on YouTube and. There was some weird shit, yeah. Like, every swear word in the version I watched was replaced with darn. So, like, if you call someone an asshole, it would say darn. If you said shit, it would say darn. If they said fuck, it would say darn. (laughs) (laughs) I think I watched the same version as you. I don't think I watched that version. No? Like, I don't remember... I don't remember darn, but I don't remember any swear words. Oh, you would definitely remember if you had seen it, because... 
it was like constant, like all these darns. And at first I was like, what, what are they talking about? And then I realized they were just replacing every single swear word with darn. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I must've watched a different version. Okay, well now I'm thinking I watched the same as James cause there was no swear words, but there was also, yeah. I mean, I they probably just, darns. they probably just translated it better and used different words for the swear. Uh, there was still a lot of weird fucked up translations. Yeah, yeah, there was like that didn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, there was there it was at times I was having a little difficulty figuring out what they were talking about. Well, there was also times where they spoke English. Yeah, that happens in I a lot of that. That happens in a lot of movies where a character. Well, I mean, there's certain words that they just use English words for that right. are, you know, over there are just slang, so they just use the English. Oh, but, I see. Um, yeah, or else sometimes you'll get a character that pops up that speaks a bit of English in a movie like this but um yeah mostly i didn't notice too much english in this though i didn't notice any english in the version i watched <laughs> we're all over the place with these things but anyway i just wanted to get that out of the way because so we watched three different versions guys yeah <laughs> uh i do want to say all the main characters all fit into their own category very well and stand out in their own way you got you know judges like I guess he's his right hand man or his muscle psycho. Okay, his so he was, so he was, he was yeah, right. He's uh he so he was psycho in your version and he's Dino in the version that I watched. Uh, oh, he's okay. Dino in the version I watched. Okay. So we yeah. Anyway. Did um and then wait, was it Sam was his friend, right? You guys had the same name for that? Sam and Sam. Virgin. His fucking loser friend, Sam. Yeah, his cousin is. Yeah. Oh. Oh, judge's cousins. Judge's cousin. What was yeah. what was his other friend though? Oh, they had another friend that got killed early on. That guy was Ch- badass. Chung. Yeah. Oh, I was so upset when he got shot in the face. Yeah. So then that's when they do the heist for the weapons, and then judge's gang pulls like the fast one on them, right? Yeah. And then the girl's name is Virgin. Yeah, yeah. Virgin, and then Jeff's, and then later Sam's girlfriend is Mona. Yes, Jeff. So Sam turns into like he goes from this like super pussy yeah this, <laughs> this into this fuck hound later on <laughs> yeah yeah this guy's <laughs> shooting people in the face and just like fucking women like yeah he's giving he um, give shit yeah it's a it's a funny arc to watch with him because yeah he's like the chicken shit at the beginning he's the one getting beat up because he owes the other gang money. Uh, then Jeff is helping him out and then like he basically gets put in a situation once the double cross gets pulled uh, they make him go in and shoot Jeff to kill him um, and he does think he's done that and then they blow up that house oh, he, Sam doesn't though yeah Sam shoots him and no, thinks that he Sam killed him. D- no he doesn't he, shoot, he shoots him in the shoulder no, he shoots him one time yeah, and then they cut. Then they cut to a view from the outside, and he, there's like five more shots. So those five shots obviously didn't go into Jeff. Okay, but then later they don't really address that that he let him like he's pissed at him for shooting him, and they don't address that yeah, he like a, let him live. No, this because this is a super broken film, like <laughs> narratively, like it doesn't make any sense. So like I threw all that out the window. They also you have this have girl. To. Yeah. So Jeff also saves this girl who 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 was in the fire. Uh, and her entire family dies. Right. But Jeff saves this one this one girl. She gets burned. Um, and she's like, yeah, like 
I don't know the sorry, this is probably a really crass phrase, but she looks like a burn victim. Um, cause she has like no hair and like, she's like, she has a lot of scars and then he's like, he lives with her for like, well, he's at like the some entire time. monastery or something. I don't know, but he lives with her for like quite a long period of time. And then we just, they never address we just, yeah, like, we don't see that her relationship again after a certain point. Well, well, yeah. he says that he is doing it all for her to pace back what happened to her family. Almost. And he has a, he, he, Jeff says something to judge or no, to Sam, where he's like, do you understand that an entire family died in that fire? Yeah, right. He says that. He has that moment. And, and he's just like, well, but and, I was scared. And he's like, yeah. But, yeah, but <laughs> I like, was scared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the, he's the most hateable character in the movie, right? He's such yeah. a fucking pussy. Um, great job by Anthony Wong, who uh, he's in a ton of fucking movies, Anthony Wong, but most notably he is the villain in Hard, Hard Boiled, also with Chow Yun-Fat. But he's playing quite a different type of character in this movie. He's like so squeamish at first, and then we see this transformation where he becomes like a bitter, I don't know, like now he's angry and he'll go, he goes and he kills those guys when they attack that bar when he's working with Judge Lee. Well, I was going to say... The bar scene is really, really awesome, which is like, it actually took me a little while to realize that that was the same character. Cause I was like, oh, wait a second. Who's like, who is this guy? Because he's so like cool and like methodical. Like he's just like math at that, at that moment. Well, how much time are you, are are you supposed to believe has gone by? I I think maybe several months, I think. I I thought six months. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a turnaround. That's quite a turnaround. I think it's supposed to be, we're supposed to think that after he shoots Jeff, his nerves kind of get a little more steely. And he now, I think he's also kind of just playing into like, oh, I did the bad thing, so now I am bad. And now he's willing to go through with these other types of crimes and stuff. Right. Well, a complete fucking pussy when it comes to Jeff's girlfriend. Like, he's still like a loser, (laughs) <laughs> kind of in those scenes. Well, what? Well, yeah. So we get. Actually, so we get have... after Jeff is supposed to be dead. He goes and he's the one comforting Mona, and then you know helping her through this painful time, and then you know then they start a relationship. But I don't know if if this is just like what I noticed, and if I just like perceive it this way. But like he wears black a lot of the time when he's out doing stuff. Yeah. But when he's with Mona, he's often wearing white. Like he's wearing like lighter colors. I didn't notice and that. And he's like, uh, he, and he seems to be much more like, I don't know, like cowering, like like reserved. It could be and that I don't, he's, I don't know if that's, you know, to her, he's still behaving the same way that she knows him as always having been. His personality yeah. as not a heavy. But. Well, I think it's also yeah, because I, like he basically took over Jeff's girlfriend. <laughs> And so when Jeff, he's kind of slid in there. (laughs) Yeah. When Jeff shows up, he almost like reverts back to like, like, Oh no, Jeff's here now. Yeah. That's like Like, the only, Jeff's really the only guy he's scared of. Well, yeah. And I think that a lot of that is tied into guilt though. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think there's a lot more. How do I say this? I think this film is somehow a lot better than it comes across as. I think there are these, there's a lot of subtext to the film that just doesn't necessarily like make itself very evident on the screen. 
Yeah, and I mean, I'd really like to see it with a really good translation at some point, because I agree. I think that would help a lot. But like, I think there's enough here that you can totally see all the elements that are at play, understand the archetypes of the characters, um, and then of course get into the action and stuff, and and totally enjoy the movie. I just think it would be an even better experience if I knew more precisely what they were saying to each other and you know all that kind of stuff but yeah also i man i would kill for like just a complete like 4k well it just did get a Blu-ray recently but i yeah i don't know if, i don't think it got a 4k but uh yeah like the version I, I watched it looked like it was like some old reel that was found in a dumpster <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like DVD. <laughs> yeah. It just it it had that kind of um a nice patina on patina, it. Yeah. Patina, That's it. yeah. Film of dirt over top yes. of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I I want to kind of bring this back for a second to talk about uh John Woo because I feel like this movie is definitely like in the John Woo like, yeah, like and I mean, this, there's a scene of this kind of stuff going on, right? Like the the heroic bloodshed genre. Yeah, what what I think this movie does, uh, kind of better and also not as well, is is like this movie like mainlines things. Yeah. John Woo often gets caught up in this really grandiose like visual metaphors and like all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he gets kind of caught up in like all that kind of stuff. This movie's actually kind of a more like cut to the bone action movie where it's just kind of putting everything out there quickly, kind of quick and dirty. Right. Yeah. And it, it benefits and it, it, it benefits and it, it like loses something. Yeah. Because I see, of that. I see what you're but saying. What, uh, I, I wanted to know what you thought of that, Dustin. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I get that. I think um, there is a more direct sort of presentation here, which has an appeal. You don't get that sort of next level visual aesthetic that Wu has of uh, the way that he shoots the action. But I don't, you know, I don't think that makes this bad by any means. I think this delivers on its own terms. Somebody, yeah, I feel. I feel like you actually get more of a grittier personal kind of action movie. Like it's really like even that like fight where he goes to like rescue Sam, like it's very close contact and it's like usually hand to hand, which you don't see a lot necessarily in Wu movies. The the scene when Sam uh, and, and Jeff have like the guy like tied to the chair, right? Yeah. And then, like, this is actually, an, I, I think this is, like, a really impactful scenes where where you see how much the characters have changed, like, how, how much, like, Sam has changed because of uh, what he thought he did to Jeff, you know? And he shoots that guy in the face, like, five times. Yeah, yeah. There's the, the Buddhist statues that are there. Mm-hmm. The blood, like, splatters, like, uh, like, the Buddha is witnessing, yeah. is witnessing this violence and stuff. Yeah, and John Woo would have like lingered on that, and that would have been more like of like a five minute. Like, right, right. Some doves, some doves would have fluttered through yeah. the room. At doves. <laughs> and, they, well, and they would have lit incense, and there would have been like this whole like for sure ritual about it. Where yeah. this is kind of a bit more gritty, where they just should like this happened. We're gonna show the statues. We're gonna like show respect, and then move on. Yeah, like it's completely just like. 
Um, now we're, we're going to, to the next scene. Yeah, I think also one thing that I think is to this movie's um, benefit is while I don't like personally, I don't feel like the action reaches the levels of like, say, a hard boiled or the killer. Um, it's still very good, but I do also feel like the stuff that's like the downtime stuff isn't as boring as some of the downtime stuff you get in the Wu movies. Cause like, I don't remember if you guys remember when we watch hard boiled, there's those slower scenes that really feel like they drag on. And I don't know if that's because you're in a direct, they're in direct opposition to these like, like crazy, insane over the top set pieces in between. And then those scenes just feel like they've kind of drag on and on. But in this movie, the downtime stuff is all kind of, pretty entertaining and amusing we get all this shit with virgin who's a hilarious character that we need to talk about yeah um you know you get there is like these little dramatic moments and stuff in between but it doesn't like drag them out i didn't feel like anyway not to mention all the no. dancing practice yeah the dancing the crazy dances yeah i would say the the two big drags on the film are uh what's the girlfriend's name mona 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 swimming. Oh yeah. And Mona dancing. Oh, I didn't mind the dancing. Like those, it's just like so weird because I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on there. Is it? It's not. Well, like you get a, awesome no, guitar riffs. Yeah, and there's yeah the sweet those 80s are, guitar riffs. That is, it's very Miami connection, actually, like with the dancing. Yeah. yeah. Where it's this thing that kind of ties the whole movie together. But like, those are the two parts, like the swimming and the dancing, where it's just like, okay, like what's kind of happening here? Yeah. She has that one sequence where she's swimming and then she imagines that Jeff is going to be there when she comes up out of the water to greet her. Uh, It's it's almost like she's having sort of premonitions that he's still alive and that he's going to come back. Or something. It's it's kind of weird, I guess. Um, but I didn't feel like those scenes, like you know, like they're they're fairly short. Whereas, like in in Hard Boiled, like there's a scene where Tequila and uh, I forget Tony Leung's character, but they're like, in the basement and they're having a conversation about how they became cops and all this kind of stuff. And for some reason, that scene always just every time I watch that movie and I've watched it like a million times, it's always just like, okay, let's go. Let's get back to the, let's get back to the shooting. <laughs> like, Yeah. So this is an action podcast. So let's, we should probably talk about like the huge action pieces that happened, like, especially like the, the scene that kind of like sets everything up for like what happens in the rest of the movie with where they, where they, they rob that armored, not armored truck, but they rob that, that, ammunitions truck like on yeah. the on the bridge yeah this is actually a really cool scene yeah for sure like uh, they the way they set everything up can't remember the the partner's name but like partner the partner with uh like the meathead from like judges gang oh yeah and virgin is with jeff oh right and she's and like, like trying to like yeah, she's like masturbating or something while <laughs> that he's the, trying to that, concentrate. That is the other thing about this movie is that it's it's like over it's overly sexualized in a way that most Hong Kong movies were not. I thought there was quite very a bit much of so. Sex, and it's not like it's like there's tons of nudity or something. It's just just very sexual at times. With I mean, mostly because of the virgin character. I think this is probably the most like sexed up 
Hong Kong action movie I've ever watched. Yeah, that I can think of. I mean, and I think nowadays they wouldn't be able to make something like this probably because, you know, all the political stuff, the climate has completely changed. At this at this time, though, in the 80s and early 90s, we were getting these violent movies from them. And uh, But yeah, this is the first God, one that I God thought... God bless them. God bless them. This is the first one where I really noticed, like, wow, this there's a lot of sexual content in this. Well, I like well, that, a- that she later on, um, like her boyfriend, Psycho, or what, Dino, what was it? Dino or Psycho. Dino. Um, how he like goes to the bathroom to have sex with that other girl. And she's just like, she's like yeah. you know, she's like, I'm sexually frustrated. You know, she yeah. just wants They're to like, have why sex. Why are you drinking so much? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I haven't had no it's, sex. Oh, I, and that's the thing about this film was like, so I don't know, this might sound kind of crazy. Cause obviously I'm not saying John, uh, yeah, John Woo, the director. Yeah. He didn't direct this movie. No, I know. But isn't a Catholic or anything like that. But there is this like, uh, John Woo films have almost this kind of Catholic like pullback and repression, whereas this film seems to go the the complete opposite way, where it, it, it is like, oh yeah, no, like this, like these two people are sex addicts, and this person is like, right? Because she says, on, he's like, why are you mad at me? And she's like, well, we used to have we sex should, seven times a day, now we have like sex one have, in seven days or something like that yeah yeah and then and then he like in that same scene like actually says i think it might even be the same shot like pretty much just as like goes and fucks that like yeah yeah that other, other, chick. That other girl comes up and he's like your tits look bigger or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah i i've always thought that john woo films always feel like that catholic like very like repressed like yeah now don't quote me on this and, but i think john woo might actually be christian uh, oh, I feel okay. like I read that in the past, and that's why he has all this sort of Christian imagery in his movies. But I could be well, wrong that's why on Hitchcock that because it does it does seem odd that Hitchcock put a lot of that stuff in his films because he was like repressed Catholic. I think. I mean, don't quote me on it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll be interesting. Next time we do a Woo movie, I'm gonna look more into that. But but yeah, like this movie actually does open that entire thing up in a way that like you were saying i've never seen in uh in a hong kong film yeah like all i want to do now is after watching this like no joke i just want to go to like a huge like hong kong movie just go down a rabbit rabbit hole hole. yeah 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 like it was so much fun um so this bridge scene is is really great because so they're they're gonna rob this truck but at the same time after it's done, Judge has made, because of this, like, Judge is, like, the guy above him has been, like, you have to kill kill Jeff, right? Yeah, Hung, hung the so guy that, that Jeff beat up his gang in the first, uh, one of the opening scenes. Yeah, so so they, they do this, like, this, this heist, which is really fun, where um, Virgin comes out, and she's, like, acting all... <laughs> drunk or whatever and then she blows that (laughs) yeah yeah she drove she blows that truck up or the van up or car up or whatever yeah doesn't she throw a grenade Um, in yeah she throws a grenade in yeah so like this it's actually a really fun sequence for a heist film yeah and then they also by the way also by the way this movie has like heavy usage of grenades yeah yeah they do use grenades quite a bit for some reason but uh well who's who's gonna complain about that 
Uh, I'm not. I we mean, needed more explosions after we did Jurassic Park 3 and that boat didn't explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, mighty 90s. Yeah. Well, and that, Suck it. We want that, that boat to explode every time. Well, in that weak ass movie we did last week, Oof, Dustin. Sorry, sorry guys. I still feel bad about that one. Um, oh, man, this so is a, this good is a really, really fun. It's a really fun. It's a fun scene. It's a fun sequence of like action. Like, and then you end up with Jeff. Uh, like they try to like Judge tries to assassinate him pretty much. Like shoots, yeah, him. first he shoots Chung in the face, and then and he ends up sh- he ends up shooting Chung in the face. Like Chung pretty much sacrifices himself, kinda. Like he moves in front of Jeff, yeah, because yeah. he's in the passenger seat. Uh, and this sets up the entire uh, next scene, which is them chasing Jeff down, trying to kill him. I do like that scene though when he when so he gets shot. And then he basically has his head in Jeff's lap. Mm. And you do get that that feeling, you know, Jeff being upset and like this is this has changed things, obviously. But like you do have that there's emotion some emotional weight to it, even though it's an action. It, yeah, exactly. There's emotion there without even having to say anything. Yeah. Just because Chow Yun fat's that good. He pulls it yeah. off. <laughs> he makes you get it. Like he gets, you know, you get that this actually meant something very serious to him. And then later on too, he, when he's confronting Sam about it, he says, you know, Chung died too, right? Like, you remember that? Like your friend yeah. <laughs> was murdered. I kind of wish well, yeah. there was like, there's like a prequel to this movie with the two of them and like how they became so yeah. badass with their motorcycles. I'd watch that. That actually would be fucking cool to watch like an actual movie with them. And like, yeah. just like doing shit, and then like have that emotional connection because they seem because so Sam and Jeff are cousins. Right? No, no, no. Sam is cousins but, with Judge. Yeah. Oh, I thought Sam and Jeff were cousins. No, no, no. They're just friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then once um you know once he introduces him to Judge, it's like oh here's my cousin and his like gang. Um, you know, we should team up with them to do this heist. But the guy that dies, like Jeff's friend, and I don't know what his name is, Chung. but it seems like he's almost as good yeah, he's, as Jeff. He's, he's a good fighter in his own right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really awesome. I love the scene when he fights Dino. Yeah. Uh, they they have a fight, and he's like half the size, like literally half the size. Yeah. And he he holds his own. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that that fight stops is because Jeff and Judge intervene. Right. They both yeah. shoot the the chair out of their opposing. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> I love I love that this movie pushes so many elements of like other genres in. Like yeah, it's like a western. A, there is such a huge yeah. western sure. influence on this film. And that's why, like, I keep going back to being like, ah, I'm so glad I watched this. Like, I'm so glad. Like, there's all these films that people do not talk about that need to be talked about. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, this movie should be, people should be talking about this. Yeah, I and mean. This is a fucking it's, awesome film. It's, uh, it's kind of a shame that this movie doesn't have the same reputation as some of those woo movies that get so much praise. Um, and I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't even necessarily say I like this quite as much as those, but it's definitely worth people's time. And like, this should definitely be a movie that people see and get to enjoy because it's, 
I mean, maybe now that it's a Blu-ray, it'll get some more um, some more notice. But I feel like it's just one of those that slipped through the cracks for a lot of people, even during the height of the the Hong Kong action scene. I don't know. I'd probably say that I like this movie more than some of the Wu movies, but that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. All right. We're getting pretty deep into this podcast. Do you guys want to say maybe your favorite scene? Uh, I would say when Jeff comes to save Sam, um, he fights those guys and he has like his butterfly knife and with the rain dripping on his knife. Yeah. I mean, it's that, just, that's Western too, right? Like you get some Western vibes, yeah. gunslinger vibes. He's just so fucking cool yeah. in that scene. It, yeah that that to me is like an amazing standout scene for sure um i think that if there's something that we should do with this podcast is we should uh just keep talking about how cool chaoyan <laughs> fat is it's hard like, to talk is, man it it like ev- no one talks about him though like that's the thing is that like he's just not there well, it's funny because somebody and, even said on Instagram that like they have these expendable movies, but like, where's Chalian Fat? I mean, maybe yeah, he, maybe he? he didn't want to do them. Who knows? Maybe, but uh, I have another opinion about that. So. <laughs> well, there was a time I think when a lot of people, you know, he he had he kind of crossed over into got to do some Hollywood mainstream stuff. So he had he did have his moment, but it, it just didn't feel like it, people appreciated him as much as they should have. And now he's kind of just like he's not in a lot of stuff nowadays, as far as I know. Well, so yeah, he's, he's kind of out of the he's out of the conversation, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but he, but he was like I remember that time in the late '90s when he was everywhere for a minute. And yeah, we had he was know, fucking awesome. He came over, did some, he did like the replacement killers and like the, the corrupter with Marky Mark and some of these movies. And then of course, crouching tiger was just like a massive global phenomenon. So that got him noticed for sure. Did he win an Oscar for that? He, I think he was nominated. But I don't know. Anyway, he's just great. in everything sounds like he's some, in sounds like something the host should do. <laughs> um, but I think my favorite scene, uh, it's tough to pick one because a lot of the action scenes are really fun. I do like the one where him and Sam, Jeff and Sam, go to that warehouse and attack judges' guys, and they have that shootout with the ice blocks. And then oh they, yeah, the ice they blocks. hang that guy off that so, rope and stuff. And also, he jumps down from yeah, like jumps three like stories. So yeah. <laughs> then uh, like, on my translation, Je- uh, Sam says, "That's darn high." <laughs> After he jumps. <laughs> I, okay, I think that maybe we watch the same translation. We watch the same one, Dustin. Yeah. I like that scene a lot. My only critique of that is that they use the uh, shooting the fire extinguishers too many times. Oh yeah, it, it was it was a cool it was a cool one off, but they shouldn't have done it like three times or whatever they did. I think they did um, only twice. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> one time, one too many. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I um, like the scene, but my favorite has to be the bar shootout scene with like when we're getting the like following the bullets, like the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's really fun. Yeah, I have, I agree with that. I think that scene is really, really fun. I think it's super innovative, and I think that directors that followed this that probably were inspired, yeah, I'm sure, and 
took a lot from this. I that mean, actually caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, well, it's a little yeah, more stylized than most of the action had been up to that point, right? Yeah. Like, there's little Hello moments. Hello, Wachowskis. There's little moments, like, even just, like, when we shot, when he shoots the um, the tank, like you were just talking about, his hand kind of with the gun sort of emerges from the, from the mist and, like, shoots, you know, and... Um, yeah. But yeah, that that scene definitely he takes like the stylized element to a different level in that portion. There's the there's one part when he shoots, uh, where the it follows the bullet and it follows it and then it kind of kind of veers off to the right a little bit and pulls back, and then watches the bullet go through the guy's face. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, oh shit! Like you just <laughs> kind of invented a whole new. <laughs> yeah thing yeah no there's like, some and there's like the, the violence level is good in this i think like it's pretty mm-hmm. it's not like oh, way over the awesome. top but it's good like it's solid yeah i think i i i think it's fantastic like the movie's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination but man they do some cool fucking shit in this movie yeah i just yeah. remember too when they're in back to the ice block scene when that guy sam has his gun on that one guy and he like grabs his leg and he kind of has to do this weird like twist around thing and shoot the guy like under his leg like through the face i thought that was pretty cool (laughs) oh i loved that part i really did like and that's the part that like uh so when he does that it signals to everybody else that's the first gunshot yeah and the rest of those guys come something's happening but that's the way that that is shot like it's it's shot in such a fluid motion Mm -hmm. that it looks so awesome Yes. That you're just like fuck, like yes, like, look, yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean the final showdown is fun too. It it doesn't, um, I don't know. It's kind of weird. There it is a little bit funny, I think, when he's driving in a circle in his on his motorcycle and he's shooting all the guys like from the other angle. Like he drives around them after he sets off the explosion. And it kind of looks like he's driving a little too slow and he's like smoking a cigarette and like just shooting shouting and fatty's just yeah. shooting guys i was like uh it, it they probably needed to like make it look like he was driving on the motorcycle faster to make that seem credible but um but overall that scene is still really fun the, the final showdown with when judge shows up i love how like whenever judge shows up at a bar he's just ordering perry hair like judges the too? most oh you mean jeff Oh, sorry, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, doesn't... Jeff. Sorry. The most the most high class drink you can order <laughs> in the early nineties. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm here. Can I have some Perrier? And then he eats a lime. Uh, sorry, a lemon, like wedge. Yeah. He just picks like, an entire like an orange. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to eat this now. Don't even think about it. That's how fucking and then cool stare he is. at Judge. Yeah, yeah, they have some good stare downs um, from across the room. <laughs> no, it's really great. Uh, the last question I would ask is: is like, should they remake this film? Oh, I don't know. I think it's good how it is. I don't think they should would, remake. Who are you going to cast in the Chow Yun Fat role that can be that fucking cool? I'm going to say probably somebody that I don't know. Like, I would love to see a. Like some a new actor. I'm surprised you didn't say Tom I, I Holland. Think, That's usually your answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I I I'd really like to see like some. I think we need more Asian actors. Like. Yeah, I was over. gonna say like where what's the last like enough. Asian well, movie that well, like, has come out? Because things have changed there in terms of like their like, Hong Kong's relationship with China. 
we're not getting the same amount of these kind of movies anymore. Now, one guy that is still doing this kind of thing is Johnny Toe. And we did, remember we did Drug War, John, that you had picked a while back. So so he's one of the directors, I think, that's still trying to do this kind of stuff. Uh, And I know that, I'm sure there's others out there. I got to look into more of it. I don't want to do, I want to watch more Johnny Toe. I don't know if I want to do more on the show or not, but I definitely want to watch more myself because uh, I think he's really good. I think that we are, what I'm saying is I think that we are losing, we are so much better off if we had more actors from Hong Kong, from China, from like, all these countries that were like... Yeah, we, and you we, see every, you know, we get these periodic things where somebody breaks through kind of that, like Eco Oas is the current one, right? Who Yeah, like the Indonesian movies Indonesian that have come in. But... I, I and I like Hugo Ways and I think he's awesome, like you know, Ray in those movies. But like, I don't think he has the same charisma as a Chow Yun Fat. No, Chow Yun Fat is is like the Brad Pitt, the uh, the whatever you want to say. He's like, cooler he's, than Brad Pitt. He's on. A, <laughs> yeah, he's. On, I think so. Yeah, I would agree. I think he he has a lot of that. Um, I don't. What, what's the what's the era? The golden era of Hollywood, like the. There's like, like the a there's Harry like a Grant. yeah there's a bit of a even a Bogarty thing like an attitude not not like a not like a look but like there's a, the, there's a conversation that could be had about how there is no such thing as a um, like a Hollywood star anymore like there's just right. like not a very few and few left Chaya, yeah Chayun Fat is definitely has that. About him, yeah, you get he has that thing, whatever you know, that people talk about. Whatever that, that sort thing of, is, yeah, intangible element that just people want to watch you. What this made me really, yeah, like I said, like what this made this movie made me really feel was this like we get so stuck in watching North American films that we need to reach out a bit more. <laughs> like we're we're not doing ourselves any favors by not watching, right. From, action yeah. action needs to go international. <laughs> yeah, we now need action action that international. Said, though, All right. That said, Ringo Lamb, the director of this film, he did go on to do a few JCVD films that we should oh. probably hit up at some point. Definitely. Maximum Risk was one of them. Uh, I think I saw that one in the theater. And then he did a couple of the straight-to-video JCVDs as well later on. Uh, he did one called In Hell with Van Damme and another one called uh, replicant. Oh, he also directed twin dragons, the Jackie Chan where there's Jackie Chan has a twin and he plays both of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But anyway, so yeah, we, but you're right, John, we definitely need to dive more into, you know, especially the Asian cinema provides us with a lot of action stuff, but we've also been talking about, you know, at some point doing some of these African action movies that are a big uh, deal. That's the that's the one thing that we yeah, we we really really need to India as well has some crazy stuff I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like we we need to we need to watch some of those African films because they seem fucking awesome. Yeah. So this movie also made me think of this movie and movies like Action USA and other movies from the 70s and 80s that make me think there's a lot of these style and type of movies that have not made the transition 
from VHS. Yeah, that's true. A lot of Ooh. lost gold. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's all lost. Yeah. You know. Until until a company, until your- a company like Vinegar Syndrome or like Sever yeah. Severin or one of these yeah. companies decides, hey, we found yeah. this thing. We're gonna fucking clean this up and put out a beautiful edition of it. Yeah. Um, Respect to Vinegar Syndrome for like these companies for doing like God's work and the kind Lord's of like work. making these things available <laughs> for us because like there's so many people who aren't going to get to see these things yeah, and yeah. that fucking sucks. Yeah. Like this movie should be on people's like lips, but it, it's not what we had to, I had to watch it on YouTube because I couldn't rent it. Yeah. So uh, I do want to go back to the final scene for a minute. Uh, am I to believe that after Jeff has been shot in the heart, <laughs> He still gets up on his motorcycle and drives away with the money. Yeah, the that's how badass that's he is. That's how badass he is. He doesn't have a heart. They have that total final, like totally Western final showdown. That was pretty sweet. And when he throws the knife into, he throws the butter, the butterfly knife and hits uh, Judge in the hand yeah. and then shoots him like in the f- fucking throat. I actually feel like that scene where he gets up and drives off, that that was like almost a alternate ending probably <laughs> you probably died in the original ending and then they were like oh yeah. we should make it a happy ending <laughs> yeah we need to have a sequel yeah leave it open for sequel possibilities they never did do one all right should we rate oh, this yeah. movie or? i think we should rate this movie yeah let's get out of the way james it's your movie obviously you're gonna go first uh my reaction is in eight and overall 6.6. Uh, I feel like that's low now. Yeah, you feel low? Do you want to adjust some things here before the final, you know, finish line? Um, yeah, the things I would adjust, I don't know. I'll just leave it there. Okay. That's fine. Dustin, what do you think? Uh, my reaction was an 8. James, what was my score? Uh, 7.2. 7.2. All right, so I gave this movie an 8. Uh, it's my reaction overall. It's a six point six. That sounds not great, but I think that if you look at our scores, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a, it depends how you rank certain of our specific categories, right? They can they can end up hurting something. Your reaction could be an eight because that's how you really feel about the movie. Meanwhile, you've rated, you know, pacing. Maybe you rated low or something, right? Yeah. So the yeah. overall so, reaction six point nine. So that puts it. In a contest with Lethal Weapon, They Live, Drug War, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3, Battle Royale, and Vanishing Point. Wow, that's quite a tie. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, we're looking at the 43rd to 48th best action movie of all time. I mean, like, is that really a bad thing? Uh, well, no. Uh, I, I think personally I'd probably put it after They Live on that yeah list. that's that's my first gut instinct there because i think i definitely All liked right. it more than drug war which i did like uh as a movie but it, i did feel like you know it was a little slow for our usual uh stuff on this podcast but my personal opinion is i would put it after the taking of pelham one two three because i love that movie that's another one that's um, a really good but, movie but didn't quite like fit on the show you know in a way no and that makes sense so i have no problem with this ending up uh 
I love drug war, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I really liked drug war. Uh, and I, yeah, like I said, the drug war, I think is watch more Johnny to drug war is one of those movies that I think will just be more and more appreciated like every year. Every time I don't think anyone so. talks about it ever though. That's the problem. Well, that's the, it's so It's the movie is so fucking good. It's really like, well done. It's just so good. I mean, I'm sure there are circles of people that are talking about these movies. We just have to find those people and get them to listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, so then I guess it goes after they live. Is that what we... Uh... Yeah. Sure. So new number 45. All right. Nice. I mean, if you think, if you think about that, right? Like this movie is not on... Like, I've looked at tons of top action movie lists. Oh yeah, I've never seen has, I've never seen this on a list. Yeah, so fuck them. <laughs> uh, so it's my pick for next week, and we're gonna watch a little film called Mister and Mrs. Smith. Oh yeah. Oh, so speaking of Brad, circa, uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, circa Brad Pitt. Brangelina. I don't know. I, I I'm kind of interested to see how this movie uh, stands up. Yeah, but I haven't seen it since it was new, so I'll, I'll be uh, curious to see what I think now. I think it's a really good, like you were saying before we started recording, it cable TV movie. A fun rock. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping it's a, cause it's Doug Lyman, did you say, Dustin? Yeah, I think it was a Doug Lyman movie, as I recall. He's, yeah. he's usually uh, pretty fun. It's the also got Vince Vaughn this- in it, I think. Vince Vaughn in that movie? Uh, and Adam Scott. Not Adam Scott. Um, oh, shit, what's his name? Well, we'll find Something out. Cohen from Cohen from uh, oh, Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Man, I love Adam Brody. Um, I remember this movie as being incredibly watchable. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the, the podcast. Please check us out on our uh, brand new Patreon. Uh, you, you can get early access, one week early access to all of our podcasts. Uh, it's at Patreon Action Action Podcast for early access to all the episodes. Um, our giant list is at litterbox.com backslash action action. Uh, our Instagram is action action podcast, and we'll see you next week. Let's go, guys.